Hello, I thought I'd pop into your podcast feed with this very, very short and sweet bonus episode. But I know that there is so much panic and um, concern going on around investing in commercial property. I have people emailing me about it, asking questions, feeling very confused because there's all these big people out there, big social media influencers, um, other people in the industry shouting about, oh my God, we're heading into a recession, commercial property prices are falling. There's gonna be a huge amount of businesses coming out of properties, Um, blah, 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 right? Okay, can I start off with saying I don't listen to the opinion of other people. I just go by what is going on on a day-to-day basis on the ground because that is my job. I have to run property portfolios and so I see what's going on and I can act accordingly. Um, Secondly, opinions are just opinions. They are forming an opinion of whatever's going on or what they think's going to happen. But I have to go back to this thing that no one's been given a crystal ball, right? So whilst everybody can predict X, Y, and Z that's going on, we can only go by what's happening today in the market. We can think about what's happening where we think the market's going to go but ultimately I can only deal with what I'm seeing on the ground in the property industry okay so you know people's opinions of these Facebook Facebook content or YouTube content or any of this that's going out whatever okay but let me give you an overview of what I'm seeing and where I think we are in the market. First of all, on Tuesday's podcast, I said that you wanted to have a look out for yield guides. I think the best yield guide that I've seen this month is Knight Frank. Um, They've got some very good benchmark yield guides. What you will see is that the majority of their yields have dropped Apart from West End Prime Core Grade A offices, oh sorry, the yields have gone up. When I say dropped, I mean the values have dropped. But the yields have have gone up because of the higher risk, but also to take into account the Bank of England base rate rise. Okay, so you can just go to Knight Frank um, and go on their research section and have a look at the yield guides and you can see where benchmark yields are for different property types. So that's a really good starting place. That's number one. You can see what's going on. You can see the market trends. And at the moment, yields really are trending higher and to take into account of that risk. Great, so we're informed. Um, That's a really good thing to know, right? Um, You can go on all of the other big commercial uh, property agents' websites, look at their research. It's going to say about the same, but I, I use the Knight Frank one because I found that one the easiest to go through of all the information. So great, we've got that information. So questions and concerns that I have. Firstly, I'm being asked about voids. 
We add voids into our valuation process. So this is a factor when offering on a property. The minimum void period we would factor in for is nine months. Even in a pretty healthy market, we were still factoring in those nine month voids. And that's just in case a period like this happens or maybe something happens where we don't get a letting for five, for, not, for nine months. That way it's factored into the price um, and you have funds available to pay for a void if that happens. In this, in this market, you could factor in up to 12 months voids if you wanted to. And if you know that the voids are going to be longer than that, I would question why you were buying that property. Now, when you buy a property to when you get it let, there's there's a lot that goes on in that period. So six, nine, 12 months, you know, that's okay. If you're predicting longer than that, again, look at the property, whether it works in its current use. Um, then I'm asked, I've been asked about um, whether tenants are going to stop paying rent. Now, in all of my years of running portfolios, I have only ever had one tenant just up sticks and disappear. One tenant. And that tenant was a nightmare to deal with anyway. And quite frankly, it was amazing that she even managed to hang on to her business as long as she did because her, her staff would leave pretty much as soon as they were hired. So you'd go up to the office if you were doing an inspection and no one would be there. Um, just the lady that ran the business. And she had 4,000 square foot of office space and usually it was just her on her own in there. So, you know, at some point she, she gave up the ghost and just disappeared. Commercial tenants may slip behind on the rent, but there will always be a reason and as a landlord, you need to work with your tenant to get them back on time with their rent or come to an agreement where they pay the rent until you find a new tenant. Even in a recession, tenants are always going to try and do their best. And the reason being is it is highly embarrassing if this business that they've been working on and they've been putting their blood, sweat and tears into folds. It's not good for anybody, but you know, the shame, embarrassment and guilt that's felt behind that. They are going to do their absolute most that they can to hang on to this business. But you in turn as the landlord then need to be talking to them and being reasonable with them. I'm not saying give rent discounts, but maybe a bit of a grace period in terms of payment. Uh, you also need to, you could also talk to them and say, well, you know, if you really don't want this unit anymore, maybe you agree a surrender at a certain time or you say you pay the rent up until I find a new tenant to come in. There's always these negotiation tools that you can put in place. Um, from our point of view, all of our clients' units are either let or under offer um, and we're still seeing take up of offices, retail and industrial at the moment. Leasing strategies have changed. We are seeing office tenants especially look to take um, all-inclusive rents or shorter terms. That's the difference that we're seeing. We are also putting in place RPI rent reviews, which are capped and collared, um, so that tenants can figure out how much their rent is going to go up by. So that's really important. Um, in terms of commercial prices coming down, yes, they are. 
commercial prices are coming down. Um, and when we value commercial properties, we factor in the cost of finance at the time, and this influences the value of what we can pay for the property. So previously, you will also note that I said we take into account void periods. So we are valuing properties or we're doing deal appraisals with properties um, that account for the interest rates, that account for any void periods, that if it's likely we're going to have to give a rent free, we put throw that into the mix as well. So we are valuing all of this change and with a deal appraisal and that's the maximum price that we will offer on a property. Yes, the Bank of England base rate may go up some more. We are anticipating it's probably going to be at 5% around May time. We can't guarantee that. Again, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, but that may send interest rates higher. And again, that will bring property prices down in the commercial sector. And again, because we are valuing the increase in rates with the commercial property, right? So that's the natural cycle of things. Um, now, one thing I will say, holding commercial property is a long game. So if you agree a price today and we purchase at the price today and we get finance at the price today, then we hold that property for the next five to 10 years that should be fine because the market will even itself out over the next five to 10 years. We we usually run in, you know, 10 to 12 year property cycles. So there's going to be growth and there's going to be decline in there as well. What we are looking at when we are buying commercial property is are we going to make our money back within the next five to 10 years that we're going to hold for? If yes, great. Why not buy it? If we're not going to make our money back, then okay, we go and look at a different property or we offer lower. And that really depends upon our goals. And that is the truth, regardless of what type of property market we're in. So whether we're in recessionary times, whether we're in good times, that's always going to be the crux of what we're doing. We are looking at, does this property make sense right now? Can the valuation work with all of the inputs that the market is seeing right now and does it hit our goals and if we hold it for the next five to ten years in the current circumstance based upon what market rents are projected to be based upon what lease times are projected to be is this property going to work and if that is the case then great buy the property so this trying to time the market is never going to work this trying to buy and then get all the money out and flip it on with the next in the next six months why would you you want to be buying properties for the long term and if you buy properties for the long term then short-term market peaks and troughs shouldn't really hamper your investments then I've been asked, why are the pension pots ditching all their properties at the moment? Well, the pension pots ditch their properties when the yields, so the risk level goes up because the risk now doesn't fall in line with what the pension pots 
um, risk appetite is. It's as simple as. And if you have a look back at the properties that come to market, you'll see that they've probably held them for the last five to 10 years, in which case we're coming to the end of the cycle where they've got all their money back out and they can now put them back on the market. So I wouldn't read too much into that. It's the same with all funds. And even if you have a look at your own property portfolio, for example, I wouldn't be buying residential property at the moment because I just don't think it works for me. But you might think, well, actually, that's within what I want to be buying within my property portfolio. So we all are balancing different types of properties that we are buying at each different time. So the fact that the pen pensions cannot hold really risky assets, well, that's why they're ditching them. And that goes to back, back to what I was saying at the beginning of this pod where interest, sorry, where yields had gone up, see the Knight Frank yield guide. So if it's going up above that benchmark that pensions can have their, um, the risk in their port in their portfolio, they will sell it. Simple as. Um, so from that point of view, is it a bad or good time to be buying? Eh, it's not really a bad or good time to be buying. You know, there's things going on in the economy, but as with everything, we deal with it on a piecemeal basis. We look at it as it comes up. So do I think that commercial is this all terrible strategy? No, at any point in the market, we have the risk of tenants failing to pay rent. At the moment, the good thing is, is that they are going to be, or hopefully they're going to be agreeing leases that will see them through this risky period. There's no way that anybody is agreeing to a lease right now that they're not going to be able to afford for the foreseeable future. Why would they bother? It's not a time for them to be taking risks. It's a time for them to be coming in, holding down the fort on their, um, on their business and making sure that they know what costs are. So that's actually quite a positive. Whereas when we see things in times where people are really feeling like positive, optimistic, people tend to offer more on leases that they can't afford. So that's my viewpoint right now. You can't time the market. You can't. If you want to enter the market now, you want to use your money, great. If you don't, great. But I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. What I do, we stay in our lane. We look at the market. We're constantly looking at finance. We're constantly looking at what's going on and we act accordingly. And that's all you can do. So regardless of what you choose to do with your property investments, there's risk. That's why we invest. Um, <laughs> and so is commercial still a good strategy? Yeah, it is. If you want to buy an investment, sure. Just listen to everything that I've just said. You know, as long as you're not trying to do this get rich quick, if you're trying to do get rich quick, well, you're going to be really burnt. <laughs> um, but if you're investing for the long period, like overall, it should work out because you've got time to make changes in order to get the property value to where you need to be. All right. So my advice to you is read the boring news, the stuff that's not crazy over the top and opinionated research but stay in your lane S stay centered in what you can control because what you can't control you can't do anything about all right 
that's my bonus episode. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.